Abidjan, a new musical Eldorado. Hello, George Colini with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRX. As you can hear, we are celebrating a victory. The victory of Emmanuel Macron, the president of France. This was in May 2016 at the Louvre in Paris. Very fancy. Vous avez choisi l'audace. Et chaque jour qui vient, nous continuerons à la porter parce que c'est ce que l'Europe et le monde attendent de nous. The day he got elected, Macron threw a big party to celebrate. He held it in this world-famous 18th-century museum, the most visited art museum in the world. And guess who this young French president chose to provide music for this grand celebration? It was an African band from Côte d'Ivoire, Ivory Coast. Magic System. President isn't the only French person to have chosen Magic System for a major celebration. The band's hit song, Magic in the Air, was also the victory song for the French football team during the World Cup last year, as they brought the cup back home this time. Let's get some more. Ah, 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 ah. 
So the sound of Abidjan, the economic capital of Ivory Coast, Côte d'Ivoire, is fresh in France, as it is throughout Africa, by the way. Magic systems are from there, but that's only the beginning. It's an exciting time for music in Abidjan. And on this show, we're going to take a look at what's going on there today. You must have heard of Coupe de Calais, or Zouglou, right? Well, these are music styles born in Abidjan, one of the most populous cities in Africa. We're going to hear from some businessmen on this program, but most of them are, or were, also artists, just like Asalfo from Magic System, who we just heard singing for the French president. Yes, Magic System and its lead singer Asalfo are definitely VIPs in France and known for their crowd-moving music. But for many in Ivory Coast, Asalfo has the makings of a potential president himself. And indeed, with his tight, stylish suits and his numerous bodyguards, he might look more like a politician than a musician, but he keeps on singing. Asalfo is already a serious cultural entrepreneur, having founded the largest and most professional music festival in West Africa, FEMUA, the Anumabo Urban Music Festival. Anumabo is a poor neighborhood in the south of Abidjan and has been hosting FEMUA every year since 2008, bringing together musicians from across the continent for several days of free music shows. The festival also dedicates some of its budget to social work, such as building schools or organizing creative workshops for young people. Salfo is now part of a growing network of music industry professionals who are creating a new El Dorado in Abidjan. As we will hear, some of this is coming from outside the country, and major Western music labels are pouring investment into the city once again. But Asalfo is different. He is from Abidjan, and he started working to help improve his neighborhood, Anumabo, and the city decades ago long before he sang for the French president in the Louvre. It was a big opportunity to sing there, because we're talking about the president of the fifth biggest world power, and he's inviting us to his election victory ceremony. It was a signal that showed the strong ties between France and the whole African continent. Choisir Magic System pour envoyer un message au moment où le président se présente aux Français devant toutes les caméras du monde. This is Claudicia, a familiar voice on RFI, Radio France International. He hosts the legendary Couleur Tropicale show. Claudie says that the president sent a strong message by choosing Magic System when he presented himself to the French people. This was something extraordinary, because for Macron's entourage, Magic System is the group that best symbolizes Africa. It's the same for all the young people in France, in the suburbs, and throughout the country, 
whether they are white, black, Arab, Asian, choosing magic system says, okay, this is Africa. So in political terms, it has a real impact. And of course, that resonates in Abidjan too. Claudiciar is responsible for bringing Magic System's first hit to the world. Back in 1999, he was given a demo cassette of the track Premier Gaou and started to play it again and again on the radio. At that time, these musicians were just young kids from that poor neighborhood in Abidjan, Anumabo, where Asalfo's festival takes place today. With Fenua, Asalfo aims to develop the cultural industries in Abidjan and Africa as a whole by making a space for international and local music. The message to emerging artists is don't leave Africa to immigrate to Europe illegally when you could be building your future at home. Many at the festival say, l'Eldorado c'est ici, alors ne traverse pas l'eau. The Eldorado is here, so don't cross the sea. Asalfo emphasizes that magic system went to France legally. Nous, on n'a pas pris de bateau, on n'est pas passé par Lampedusa pour aller en France. On a cru en ce qu'on faisait, we didn't take a boat, we didn't pass through Lampedusa to get to France. We believed in what we were doing. We released an album that worked, and it's that album that helped us come to France. But our childhood was growing up with parents who didn't have much money, living in shacks. It was the ghetto life. It was waking up in the morning and not knowing what was waiting for you at night. We didn't have three meals a day, we'd eat once and then wait for the next day. It was complicated, life was not so shiny, but we had hope and we had that joie de vivre that kept us going. But we never thought we would become artists one day. We just did it because we loved it. Our passion became our vocation. At that time, we couldn't have stayed here and developed an international career. That's why we moved to France, but without cutting our umbilical cord to Africa. Chante à la radio. En toi, 
je vais partir le coupé Mais on dit premier gaou n'est pas gaou C'est deuxième gaou qui est Nyatao including Manuel Macron, the president, are dancing to this hit song by Magic System Premier Gaou, which, by the way, made worldwide charts in 2000, they may not all be aware that they are dancing to Zouglou, a style of music and dance that emerged in Abidjan in the 1990s. Abidjan was one of Africa's biggest musical capitals in the late 20th century. Its economic boom brought in big studios and attracted great musicians from across the continent. Several decades later, after a period of social and political turmoil, Abidjan is once again on the musical map with renewed international interest and great new music emerging from the city. Afropop producer Elodie Mayo went to Abidjan for us to see what's happening on the scene today. 
Hey, Elodie, on dit quoi Ah ah, Toto George. Ici, on dit, ça va, papa I'm OK, Daddy. I'm back in Paris, George. But as they say in Abidjan, quand il pleut à Paris, c'est Abidjan qui est mouillé. Hein? When it rains in Paris, Abidjan gets wet. So relationships between France and its former colony are still very, very deep. And for a long time, Paris was the capital for African music. But today... Things are changing. Tu veux m'effrayer, menacer ma vie comme tu le veux, même me faire tomber. Ça dépend de Dieu, il peut pas accepter ça. Oh. Il peut pas me regarder souffrir. Oh. Jouma Saïd, le 45. Il peut pas accepter ça. Me voir pleurer comme ça. Si tu veux me voir tomber, ça dépend de Dieu. Okay, Je ne peux pas tomber. Oh. Western producers are looking at the African continent to build new markets and Abidjan seems to become a new hub for African music. Of course, Abidjan has been a key city in the music scene for a long time and being at the FEMA festival gives us some insights into the love that African artists have always had to play in Abidjan. Since the 70s, many musicians have come here to record too. At the time, life in Abidjan was much more sweet and relaxed than in many West African countries. There was uh, what my French schoolbook used to call the Ivorian miracle, le miracle ivoirien, a booming economy thanks to the success of cocoa and rubber cultivation leading to a growing industrialization. And alongside that, in the music world, the arrival of great studios, great producers and many important musicians who came to record and play in Abidjan. Salif Keita, Madou et Mariam, Orchestre Polyrythmo, Angelique Kijo, you name them. Congolese musician Pascal Lokwakonza started his career there back in 1982 and he played a big concert at FEMUA last year. Being Abidjan, Ivory Coast, wonderful country, country of my heart. Wow, Abidjan is like a, it's like a beautiful flower with many colors. I love the people here. I love the way people treating others who comes from outside. It's incredible. You know what? Uh, 1982, I was here and I fell in love directly with Abidjan. They gave me a contract for to play to the uh, hotel in Ivory Coast, the hotel called uh, Hotel Ivoire. But uh, the music industry is like moving a bit in Nigeria, for example. But I'm feeling like, like, like Abidjan is gonna come back to the place he was before. I feel Abidjan become again that uh, leadership he was before. And here, what are you going to play? Do you have a specific repertoire for FEMA, for Abidjan? Yo, you know what? It's my birthday. It's going to be a party. Like I have a little problem with my, my string. Because string, it's life. Sometimes happen. Uh, the tiredness. So there will be the moment for the people to sing for me. <laughs> Thank you. 
je ne sais pas comment je vais chanter après. <rire> J'ai travaillé avec un très très grand monsieur et ce soir j'aimerais lui rendre hommage. Il s'appelait Papa Wemba. That was Lokwa Konza live at the Femia Festival in Abidjan. As you can hear, Congolese music and especially Papa Wemba's music is dear to the people of Abidjan. Sadly, Papa Wemba passed away while performing at Femia in 2016. It was about five in the morning. Uh, I, I still can't believe he's gone. Such a tragedy. <laughs> Yo amina e mama Yo amina e wanga wa bolingo Ataba fingi e pamba o Ataba lobi e biso semi pepe o Yo amina e mama Yo amina e wanga wa bolema amina Abidjan has always been an important city for African music because it's always been open to outside influences. These days, the new kid on the block in Abidjan is a young man from Mali. He comes from a long line of griots who have transmitted oral tradition through some 72 generations. Here in Abidjan, they call him the Prince of Afropop. His name is Siliki Diabaté and he's even managed to mix the most popular local style, the Coupe de Calais, with Malian tradition. Le <muchas> 
Jenny Kumolo, the Shenny Bella, Kuraza, Apere, Akakosa, and Benjamin Fame, Donala Sufella, Nekalanga Cosarina, Anna Malibala, Lenin Deniano, Fano Begirina, Deninana Cabin and Nibota, Muluwaka, Degaje, Mujepaletan Pursa, Tantemolo, Jabate, aka Jabate Bar Music and Afro Pop. Donc, à Dani Donon, c'est la famille, je suis à Abidjan et pour le Femia, ça va bien se passer. You're listening to Abidjan, a new musical Eldorado on Afropop Worldwide. Coming up, we'll hear from Black Kent, Kifnobit, and many more. Visit afropop.org for a playlist of the music you're hearing on today's show. I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRX. Here we are back in Côte d'Ivoire with Sidiki Diabaté. He had his first show in Abidjan five years ago. The audience was estimated at 15,000 people. Abidjan, c'est la confirmation. Abidjan, c'est le rond-point de la musique africaine depuis très, très longtemps. Et 
Abidjan is a hot spot for African music, and it has been for a long time. I'm a product of that. In the beginning, I came here, played a big concert. I'd already traveled to France all over for concerts and other things. But when I came here for the first time to play, I met people who cried, who fainted. I saw something extraordinary in them, which was their love of music. From that moment, I decided to adopt this country as my country, and everyone welcomed me. Artists, businessmen, politicians, the first lady, the football player Didier Dogba, everyone welcomed me. The music people listen to here is coupe décalé. It's true, but you'll see that people are open to other types of music, traditional music, metal, rap, all genres, and they try to imitate it to make it their own. Côte d'Ivoire is just open to everything. Siddiqui Diabaté live in Abidjan. There is another big star who plays in Abidjan a lot and who's remixing traditional Ivorian's rhythm too. For many, she's the new African Beyoncé. Her name is Yemi Alade, and although she's Nigerian, she's been spending more and more time in Abidjan. I met her by the swimming pool at her downtown hotel. Well, um, Ivory Coast. Musically, I've been inspired by music from Ivory Coast for a long time, especially the krikata nature of the music. I'm a big fan. There's a, there's a genre that they do here that I really love. Uh, they use their mouth to make a lot of sound. I really love that. But um, artistically, I have had a lot of amazing fans from Ivory Coast over the years, and it's always a pleasure for me to be around. So. I'm inspired by the people, the lifestyle, each time I come around. So that's what Ivory Coast means to me. You know, it, after work, I like to just relax. But in Lagos, there's no space for me to relax. So it's work, 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 work. So I, I like to escape to Ivory Coast. Mm -hmm. I know 100% that it's special and I appreciate every bit of the vibration. I love the vibranium. <laughs> Africa just came to take its spots now, you know, like, so Africa recently became a hotspot. I think, well, who knows? <laughs> who knows what's happening behind closed doors? But I, I, I believe that the perception of Africa is beginning to slightly change for the better. It's very slow. It's little by little. But I know that music has a hand in that as well. Being an African today is a sign of hope, of boundaries being crossed over and overcome. I, it's a stance of strength for me, being African, 
makes me feel strong. It makes me feel credible. Makes me feel good. All the people at the back, let me hear you, baby. So I'm one. I see Susan. So in a situation where I come to Abidjan, which is a French-speaking um, city, and people are singing my songs word for word, ooh, I can only say thank you. in French um, the thing is that the first song I sang in French was Johnny Johnny was already a big song before I did the French version I have a thing for languages my mom speaks like seven different languages French oh French is hard <laughs> French is so hard I'm just happy that I learned a little in school when I was growing up in, in school there were a lot of songs I can even sing the French anthem it's crazy Allons enfants de la patrie, le chou est arrivé. Contre nous de la tyrannie, le tendance sangla élevé, le tendance sangla élevé. Attendez-vous dans les campagnes. Uzi, c'est pour us, c'est soldat. Il vient le juste dans le gras. Ergoge, le fils est en campagne. Osant les citoyens, les citoyens. Le bataillon, le bataillon, marchant, marchant, constant qu'un pieu, avant, minocillon, minocillon, minocillon. I know, right? <laughs> I love this. Yemi Alade singing La Marseillaise, the French national anthem. Now, that's a nice rendition. Thanks, Elodie. Well, if Nigerian star Yemi Alade is digging into Ivorian culture and even incorporating French language in her songs, her music and Nigerian Afrobeats as a whole are in the ears of every young musician in Abidjan, even those who are shaping the revival of the Zulu music. Elodie met the members of this new band, Révolution, Revolution if you prefer, whose video clip Kelly has hundreds of thousands of views. We've been very inspired by Nigerian Afrobeats, but Nigerian Afrobeats itself uses many of our rhythms too, which were taken from here and now appear in their music. When you listen to Yemi Alade's song, that's our Ziglibiti. It's what our Nestor JJ used to do. 
They did their research. It's just that we weren't aware of it. And because they blew up pretty fast, today they serve as an example for us. But this is one lesson that Nigerians are giving all African musicians. We have richness here. We have rhythms that we can modernize to make them even more listenable and beautiful. Le Didi, 
Ahmed Manaja, le mot de passe. All right, this is Problème de Réseau by Revolution, a song about the regular breakdown of cell phone networks in Ivory Coast which, as they explain in this song, is often used as a fake excuse to not answer your phone. But Zuglu music existed long before cell phones were around. And that music style is still lively and vibrant in the off-the-grid neighborhoods of Abidjan. And especially at the Maquis, the open-air beer gardens, which are very popular in West Africa, where you can listen to new fashionable music. And in Anumabo, at the maquis called Boulevard des Stars, Zouglou hits hard. Zuglu still exists because there are various occasions to play it. There are those we call the woyo, who perform at funerals. But over time, these same performers started to play at more festive performances, weddings, baptisms, birthdays. In Zuglu albums, there's always at least one song that speaks of death, of its reality. It's part of Zuglu, that transmission of emotions. The percussion goes... This is our traditional music, which we modernized. Originally, it was more of a neighborhood style, not something that we could play in nightclubs or big parties. It was more about the atmosphere. I'm not sure how to define it. It's very Ivoirian. But now it's becoming more urban. It started with Magic System who dared to mix up the rhythms and combine pop with Zouglou singing, when they sing, the phrasing, the way of singing is totally Ivoirian. It's traditional. But the beat that's under it, the production, makes it very international. But it still keeps that Zouglou color. Salut, salut, c'est le groupe Révolution. Suivez-nous sur Afropop. Thank you, Révolution. <laughs> That's very nice. Well, after a decade of war that ended with the arrest of President Gbagbo in 2011, peace has now returned to Côte d'Ivoire. Investors are coming back. The rate of growth is one of the highest in the world, around 8% for several years, even if there is still a lot of poverty. So artists who left during the 90s and during the crisis are now able to come back more often. Take Dobéniaoré, for example, who returned to Côte d'Ivoire last year and played at Femua, although some people do not consider her an Ivorian artist. Benny, I 
Oui, ma, ma musique, elle est considérée comme musique européenne. <rire> oui, entre guillemets, quoi. Alors, je suis une artiste africaine et artiste ivoirienne reconnue, hein, je crois. Ma musique est considérée européenne, musique, in quote, at least. I'm recognized as an African artist, as an Ivorian artist, I guess, but yet my music is not considered as Ivorian music, really because I allow myself to be free in my music. Someone told me, this is white people's music. It kind of puts me to sleep. What has changed in Abidjan? There is already the fact that there were 10 years of war that made the country and the spirit of people... What changed in Abidjan? Well, for starters, there is the fact that there were 10 years of war. That had an influence in the country and the states. In 10 years of war, the state of mind changes. And now people are starting to regain confidence in the country and in what we can do and, and all that. There are still things to do, but these 10 years of war really plunged the country into chaos. I left Côte d'Ivoire just before the war, I left in 1999, and I know how Côte d'Ivoire was before, and I've seen it evolve, how it's become a key place for African music, how it brought so many people together, Papa Wemba, Yusundu, Angelique Kidjo, they came here well before the war, then it was chaos for a while after. And now we're restarting. So some things evolve very quickly, but some still have a ways to go, like the social system, which is still failing. That's why I really appreciate the idea of a Salfo and Magic System, because via this uh, FEMA festival, they give jobs to people who are unemployed and in the street. Well, Asalfo is a real businessman and he has definitely managed to put FEMUA on the global festival map. The event is well organized, shows start on time, lineups include international stars, media outlets from all over the world cover the show, and the funding is 100% African, mainly thanks to MTN, the giant South African cell phone network company. Following Asalfo's path in West Africa, other artists are shifting their careers toward economic pursuits. They are becoming entrepreneurs. Pete Bacardi in Cameroon, Oumu Sangare in Mali, for example. And when major companies decide to open offices in Abidjan, they naturally choose young, innovative artists to run them. Just like rapper Frank Kaku, aka Black Kent, who has undertaken a new project. I'm Frank, uh, I'm director of production at Universal Music Africa. I come from Côte d'Ivoire. We now have the rest of the world's eyes on the continent and Abidjan being one of the cultural hotspots. It's only logical for us to be there and to help build this whole machinery, which is the African music industry. It's definitely a mix of what we've learned from our fathers and grandfathers and what the young people consume on, on the internet, which is hip-hop music, electro music. So you, you mix that with traditional music and you end up having something in terms of sound and production totally different, totally different. And uh, it's really exciting. Chill up, 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 chill up
It's a great place to start a new music business. It has a structured market, various media companies, including the French TV station Trace TV. It even has a huge record store, the famous French FNAC, where middle-class Ivorians can buy the latest albums by their favorite artists. A major international record label, Sony Music, also decided to open a branch in Abidjan, and they chose an ex-artist to run it. José da Silva. After leaving his own band and before joining Sony, José da Silva launched the career of a very famous African star, Cesaria Evora from Cape Verde. Perhaps you've heard of her. <laughs> Quand euh, quelque chose explose à Abidjan, automatiquement dans tous les autres pays, c'est impacté. On en parlait depuis longtemps de l'Afrique et euh, on m'a mis un peu au défi de proposer quelque chose et je proposais un projet dans lequel le siège était à Abidjan. When someone proposes a drastically new vision in one place, it automatically has an impact in other countries as well. We've been talking about Africa for a long time, and I was asked to propose something. So I proposed a project that would be headquartered in Abidjan. 
I thought it was the right time to do it. It's been a year and a half now, and I've been working to establish Sony not just in Abidjan, but in other West African countries as well. We need to have a presence everywhere. Currently, there's real acceleration. It's going fast, because the country itself is exploding economically. For music, it's really about the internet. When you start to get 3G throughout Africa, automatically it becomes possible to stream music, and then the whole industry starts to dream of this huge potential market in Africa. We're talking about 800 million smartphones these days. These are potential clients for streaming, for downloads. So everyone is dreaming of having a working platform in Africa. And we think that once the whole infrastructure is in place, Africa could become a bigger market than Latin America or even than Asia. Ariel Shenny, an artist signed to Sony by Jose da Silva. Ariel's song Sympa has already 9.5 million views. That's amazing. But so far in the music business in Africa, the main income remains live music. In Africa, where tickets are cheap, venues generally hold thousands and thousands of people. So major companies like Sony and Universal also invest in live music. Universal is even opening new venues designed like the famous Olympia Concert Hall in Paris. Before we go, let's hear one more great song. How about that from Abidjan? By Practica, a French producer who lives between Ouagadougou in Burkina Faso, Bamako in Mali, and Abidjan, Côte d'Ivoire. He founded the Kamakoi Party Series in Abidjan, which offer a mix of electronic and traditional music. I tell you, thousands of youngsters pay 500 CFA francs, that's about one US dollar, to dance all night to the new sounds of Abidjan. It's a fast-evolving scene. So, hey, who knows what we'll be hearing a few years from now. Stay tuned. For now, thanks to Elodie for showing us around. See you next time, Elodie. 
And we are leaving you with Donny Donny by Practica. voiceover translations. Visit afropop.org for a playlist of music you heard on this show and more. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Elodie Mayo with support from Alejandro Manzan Escobar, both in beautiful downtown Paris. Join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. This program was mixed at Studio 44 in Brooklyn by Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Mike Kaplan and Stephanie Lebeau. Benning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Ben Richmond. And I'm Georges Collinet. <laughs>